This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. What a thrill to have as a guest in this episode, R&B icon, Miss Shirley Jones. Iconic hits like You're Gonna Make Me Love Somebody Else. I Just Love the Man. Nights Over Egypt. And Who Can I Run To? Powered by the sounds of Philadelphia International with Gamble and Huff. Detroit natives Shirley, Brenda, and Valerie. The Jones Girls lit up the airwaves during the late 70s into the 80s. After their peak, lead singer Shirley went on to pursue a solo career where the singer do You Get Enough Love catapulted her to number one, along with a top 10 album, Always in the Mood, in 1986. Now, after decades of music and touring, Shirley Jones returns with In Loving Memory, featuring the single, When You Love Somebody. When you love Now, for all our G's, R&B icon, Miss Shirley Jones. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Welcome to the show. Got to say welcome to Miss Shirley Jones. Thank you so much. Hello. Hello. Yeah, for jumping on the G podcast. Yeah, you are a friend of the show. I got to say that. You're a friend of the show. You're my neighbor. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. No, but really, we appreciate you um, definitely. And, and, and first and foremost, a legend in the world of R&B, um, a member of the iconic Jones Girls back in the day, uh, 70s, 80s, uh, a true survivor as well, having overcome many challenges in your life, including the death of your two sisters, Valerie and Brenda. Uh, the new album, In Loving Memory, is dedicated to them, the first single from the album is a beautiful ballad. Uh, it's called When You Love Somebody. Let me, let me, real quick, I'll say this. It, 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 it reminded me not only of, you know, do you get enough love, uh, your days with the Jones girls, but, you know, I was a big fan of the Jones girls and the Hutchinsons. You know, you know who they were. The Hutchinsons, <laughs> yeah, yeah, my friends. <laughs> so, so some of those notes you hit and, and some of that, you know, some of the, you know, within the song, really reminded me of, of both. So uh, definitely a, a great tribute to great girl groups and great singers. So the singer is when you love some, the single is when you love somebody. So excited to have you on the show to talk about your music, your career, your life. You know, thank you again for joining us. Thanks for taking the time. Thank well, you. Well, thanks for having me, Thomas, always. Yeah. And I'm gonna dive right in. Um, talk about the inspiration behind the new product, the new single, and the new album first, In Loving Memory. Talk about the inspiration. The inspiration behind it was actually in 2017, when Brenda was tragically killed, I was a couple of months prior she and I had talked about I was doing I was I was doing essence that year 2017 at the invite of Mary J Blige who was having her first strength of a woman at essence and wanted me on that particular show because she had all women that influenced her in her life and prior a couple of months before that maybe four months before that, Brenda and I were talking because Diana Ross was there at that same time. And Brenda had been out of the business and had been quite ill, you know, and um, we decided, she said, I said, 
She said, why don't I am going to come to Essence and let's go see Diana on that Friday. And then you, you're performing that Saturday. I said, yes, I'm performing. And don't be surprised if I bring you up on stage. She says, okay, I'm going to get myself together and I'm going to be ready. I said, all right, I'm holding you to that. Well, unfortunately, uh, April 3rd, prior to July 3rd, when the essence, she was hit by three cars and was killed tragically. Mm. Uh, I made it through, and, you know, Mary J. Blige, all of them said, girl, you know, you killed it, you know, to, uh, con- and considering everything that you had just went through two months prior with your sister being killed, Right after that, maybe early 2018, I, I said, you know, I've got to do something. I've lost both of my sisters now and my mom, you know, who had trained us vocally. I've got to do something uh, to honor them as a tribute. And that's what I did throughout the pandemic. I was writing songs, getting songs from different people, putting together the In Loving Memory album. Mm -hmm. And the last two songs, this particular one, I had to go back to Detroit to, you know, to use those musicians and went back to McKinley Jackson, who started it all with us in Philadelphia International. Uh, The song had been presented to me by a talented, super talented singer in her own right, Mashawn Young, a year before Mm-hmm. Uh, say like back in 2022, she and her husband presented it, this to me. And I said, I love this song. It reminded me of Do You Get Enough Love? Yeah. One of those universal cross-generational love songs that every single person can relate to. So so, so let me ask you, uh, you know, I told you about the vibe I got yes. when I heard the song. You know, what was it like working on the song when you first got it, when you first heard it and you, get, well, you went into the studio? When I when I first got it, uh, I you know, and I listened to it and I said, I've got to do this song because the lyrics with me being a lyricist, the lyrics were, you know, when you love somebody, your days are warmer. I mean, your days feel a little brighter. The nights are warmer. Um, But I changed it around because it opened with the verse. And I, as I listened to it, I said, it needs to come in with that hook when you yeah. love somebody, really, really love somebody. Yes. So that's what I, I changed the, the song completely around. I, and I, I text them and I said, I hope you guys trust me on this one because, you know, I want to open with the hook because that hook is so strong. Hmm. And I, I was trying to decide who I wanted to produce it with me. And I said, you know what? I need to go to Detroit. I need to get with McKinley (laughs) and I need to get with those Detroit musicians on this. And that's exactly what I did. And um, hey, it's 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 going the overseas. It was released almost two weeks ago now. And Hmm. from the vibe over there and now it's hitting. Well, we're going for ads this coming week and radio people are loving it. So I'm excited about the future for this record. Excellent. I, I hear, I'm here to tell you, um, you definitely went back to Motown, to, to, to Detroit. You can hear a lot of the, when I, when I was here listening to it, that, that guitar, some acoustic guitar yes. in there. Anthony I Booker mean, on guitar. Yeah. It's a very rich, 
sounding song and uh, you know kudos to you let me ask you you talk about you know the the incident with uh you know at, at the event with mary j blige and, and what they said to you you know what are some of the challenges and rewards you know being a member of a successful group like the jones girls when you look at your career now looking back what are they the challenges now uh the biggest challenge has been finding singers, which I've had now for 10 years, to give me that Jones Girl sound so mm. that I can replicate and duplicate what we did in my live performances. Mm -hmm. That's been the challenge uh, because a lot of times promoters want to book me as, oh, the, which is fine, the Jones Girls featuring Shirley Jones mm. or Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. And I don't, I don't, I let the promoter pick which way because I know the Jones Girls has that name. Even though I had Do You Get Enough Love, which was, you know, a, a number one record. So that the biggest challenge has been trying to get the right situations with the promoters because people, I, I want to give people that remembrance of the Jones girls, mm -hmm. even though it's just me. I'm out there keeping the legacy of the Jones girls alive. And that's been my biggest challenge because that's when people understand that it's just me, they're like, oh, okay, well, you know, the Jones girls. Oh, and then, then once they actually see the show, because I pretty much tell the story of what the Jones girls and Brenda's death and Valerie's death throughout. And, and I'm, and I'm steadily working because once they see it, but that biggest challenge is getting people to understand that mm -hmm. it's not me, Brenda and Valerie, for those yeah. that don't know that they have passed, but it's me out there with my beautiful, fantastic singers, keeping that Jones girls legacy alive. What about the reward or rewards of um, of that? The rewards are when I see the audiences smile and come up to me afterwards and say, oh, my God, I forgot <laughs> you. You guys had did dance turn to romance. I remember my grandmother playing that song in the, you know, in the basement on the weekends. <laughs> uh, I just love the man. Oh my yeah. God. I remember yeah. all those songs. You guys were such a part of my life. The, I mean, thousands of them to the point where my nephew and son have mm. started clipping uh, the people that, that hit me up on YouTube, that hit me up on Instagram and Facebook, uh, they start taking pictures uh, of it, wow. of the different comments that we're, that I'm going to put in a book that I'm that I've been writing too for uh, during the pandemic. So uh, <laughs> those are the rewards. But, uh, just to know that it, for so many people, our music was such an integral part of their lives. That's yeah. the biggest reward ever. I can say this. Um, that era was the golden era because oh, you were com you coming know? out of disco. Yes. Um, FM radio was bringing in a lot of black music because at one point black music was only on AM. So right. you had a lot of black black music on some huge platforms. So it definitely was was the golden era. So, uh, I mean, that's why I think so many people remember and so many people carry the memories. I mean, I, I've already told my story on a previous episode about uh, <laughs> nights over Egypt, you know, so I'm not going <laughs> I'm not going to fanboy out on you and start talking about that again. But uh, yeah, it was it was the, definitely the golden era. Now, speaking of that era, 
how, how do you think the industry's changed since uh, the Jones girls? And, and, and even, even, you know, people don't realize, you know, it's hard to get a number one single and you have a number one with, uh, do you get enough love? Yes. So, so how, how do you think the industry's changed for well, the industry's you know, changed to, uh, tremendously now it's, you know, at most artists now are doing their projects independently because it's really no label or out there to, to put the monies behind it, especially for classic artists like myself or legend mm-hmm. artists, they call us, you know, they're, they're investing in these, you know, teenagers and uh, going that they can practically give in, you know, a little bit of money to, mm-hmm. and it's streaming. Everything now is streamed there. There no, even though I'm, I'm surprised to know that just off of the RIAA and music data, uh, the, the Jones girls album, our first album is now platinum. Wow. Nights Over Egypt is now gold. Amazing. And the Add Peace with Woman album is now gold pushing platinum. And so so somebody's selling albums out there still because <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. waiting on my three plaques from those because I knew that you're gonna make me love somebody else had gone gold, but mm. I did not know that the album, that first uh, bronze, the Jones Girls album, is now platinum. So uh, the, the, it's changed in regards that now it's streaming, and you get your you get your reward and your money from your performances, which is right up my lane. That's what yeah. I do. I love performing. Good stuff. Uh, how do you stay motivated? You know, we we just came out of you and I, you know, talk sometime during COVID and, yeah. and, you know, the industry has gone through some tough times and, and, you know, who, who knows what's next. I mean, we see a lot of content people who are going through some tough times, you know, just like the writer's strike in Hollywood, but, but how do you, how do you stay motivated through the ups and downs in the music industry and, and stay positive? My motivation is keeping this legacy of body of work that my sisters and I did with Gamble and Huff keeping it alive. I've got to do that. That keeps me more motivated, keeping me this record, uh, when you love somebody, getting it as exposed to as many people, because I truly believe that once people hear it, Mm-hmm. And then the album is full of songs just like that, the In Loving Memory album, that love songs. I truly believe that when they hear the song, everybody can relate. Yeah. Everybody has truly, truly, truly loved somebody where you just, when you think of their name and their faces, like my sisters and my mother and my kids and my grandkids, that it just makes you feel so warm inside and just to the point where you just want that feeling for everybody else around you. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So so you plans for the future for you, for, for Shirley Jones. Hey. Because you're still out there. You're working it. I mean, oh, I'm working. I, 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 you know, I saw you doing the, the wineries, all the city wineries around the country. Uh, yes. And L- you're in London. Europe yeah. and I'm headed to Portugal and Greece wow. next year as and of course the UK again and I'm going to be in DC I'm headed to Raleigh Saturday mm-hmm. um and it's just all about working keeping that Jones girls legacy alive because Excellent. I know I love all girl groups, especially the emotions. And 
Unfortunately for me, my sisters are no longer here. But mm-hmm. that body of work with songs oh. like You're Gonna Make Me Love Somebody Else, Who Can I Run To, Children of the Night, Dance Turn to Romance, I Just Love the Man, I'm at Your Mercy, Nights Over Egypt. <laughs> Those songs I have to keep in people's memories because I know from the feedback and from the people that write to me and send messages on Instagram and Facebook, that's music that there's still a vast audience out there that just loves that music. And I'm going to keep doing it for the sake of (laughs) the legacy of the Jones girls and my two sisters and my mom. Very good. Very good. Last thing. Um, We have a lot of different people who listen to the podcast, all different ages. What advice would you give to aspiring singers and songwriters? What advice would you give? I always tell them, learn the business of music so that, you know, once that opportunity hits and you're out there, Hmm. make sure you know what to do so that once it's not as big that you will be able to sustain and not only have a career, but be able to take care of yourself and have a life. So learn the business of music and then practice, practice, practice. Be prepared for the opportunity when it presents itself. Because one thing that my mother, when she was training my sisters and I, Mm. we constantly rehearsed, we constantly practiced making sure that our harmonies were so tight. That, that was some of our my, my biggest memories with my sisters is yes. when it was just the three of us working on making sure that mm. harmony was so tight that you couldn't cut it with a <laughs> knife. You know, yeah. it, it was yeah. just so tight yeah. and and practice that came from just a lot of hard work, a lot of practice. And when the opportunity presented itself with Diana Ross, we were ready. And that is what makes the difference. Learn the business of music and concentrate on your craft. Excellent advice. Excellent advice. How can people get the new single? Yeah, The new single is on all of this uh, streaming Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, it's on all it's on all the streaming platforms and you can see the lyric video that thank you did it's such a beautiful job. <laughs> so many people are talking about that lyric video is just perfect for that song. Wow. That's on my new YouTube channel Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls. Excellent. And you can always reach me through my website which is Shirley Jones Girl dot com without the S on the end, Shirley Jones Girl dot com and Shirley Jones of the Jones Girls on Instagram and Facebook. Excellent. The uh the new album. Let me give you let me give you some some more love. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas. <laughs> oh man, Shirley Jones, the album in loving memory, the new single. Y'all go out and get it, stream it. It's already let me let me do something. I'm check. Let me see. Alexa, play uh When You Love Somebody by Shirley Jones. Ah, <laughs> when you love somebody in similar songs on Amazon Music. Ah. Yeah, it's there. See, I told you. <laughs> oh yes, oh yes. There you go. I, yeah, I knew it was there. I knew it was there. But the uh, the new single is "When You Love Somebody," Shirley Jones. Thank you for being a G. We appreciate you. We appreciate uh, definitely 
supporting the podcast and and uh definitely we'll, we'll support you and, and let people know what's going on and and shirley jones when the jones girl of the jones girls world we definitely will keep us keep everybody posted keep touring. most definitely Look, yeah, and i yeah. will gladly be on your podcast anytime y'all family <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank and i gotta you. shout out because we have people in the uk who listen to the podcast uh, yes. we have people uh, you know, South Africa, uh, all around the world. And, and definitely this is uh, good information for them as well to go out and, and support your music. All right. Thank Shirley you. Jones, thank you so much for stopping by. You take care and look forward to seeing you next time. Take care. Oh, same here, Thomas. Have a great evening. Bye now. You've been listening to the G podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G podcast is a production of the Castropolis podcast network. Thanks for listening.